people are using the term hipster to mean you just you're hip like you wear like like more current clothes yeah right yeah, you're you, with you, the times rather you care than... about the you dress gaudy is what i've, I've seen gaudier dressing mm-hmm. okay mm-hmm. or like are they like you know silver lake and echo park home of the home of the hipsters and trust funders and you know i it's like i just can't help but feel like annoyed because it's like i've wanted to live here my whole life haven't been able to afford it slowly but surely it's like i did fucking oh my god do i get to be proud of myself at all for living here no like i mean it is like the hipster village what does that fucking word mean because when i was a kid fucking hipster meant like you have those stupid big hats and you have all these beads and you're like and then like a curly mustache and you love avocados and and bacon (laughs) mustache (laughs) avocados and bacon. oh i mean i guarantee like if you looked at like the demographic of Kristen Wig, what happened, man? Kristen yeah. Wig. I, I do feel like Florence Welch, oh. if she was in LA, she'd Zoe probably Deschanel. be living like oh Zoe Deschanel. Yes. Yeah. But so did, like fucking Bill Burr lives here. I see. Like, I know. I know. There's like a lot. It's like, how is you know? that? Hit? Like, it's just a nice neighborhood to live in. It's just the only thing we have on the east side. It's yeah. like, it's you have Silver Lake, Echo Park and fucking Highland Park. And and those are pretty much the only places that are like nice to live. Yeah. And so it's like if I don't li- like I don't understand because it's more expensive on the on the west side, but people somehow still find a way to be shitty, and yeah. I don't get that. I I think hipster is just a stupid. That's always been an annoying fucking thing to me. Just that term. First off, it was like overused. I understand like you see a curly mustache dude like I don't know like with his tin cans of palmade like that okay like all right this is like a which is guy. here which is on, on yeah, the east side yeah. i have not seen one person I, the amount of like one of those i have not seen one fucking it's, guy it's dude. like yeah local natives you know too many drums <laughs> yeah yeah 100 percent. it's like that it's like you know the special type of water bottle with like the amount of tattoos that you have and like the clothing that you wear where like I think it. I it's, think it's even simpler than that. Like I think it is just the clothing that you wear. Like people who call it the people hipsters always have shitty fashion sense. Frankly, like they just wear yeah, like so plain you just jeans, have shitty normal, fashion sense. They just wear. That's all that it, it, being called a hipster just me, like all of us here would be called hipsters specifically because of our outfit. Like yeah, because be, we yeah, like yeah, to and, express and we do, and, and we like, do. These outfits aren't. E- these are like incredibly simple outfits. This is a graphic T-shirt and a jacket. This is a pullover sweater, a T-shirt. Like it, yeah, it, but like yeah. that alone, it's like it's just a way for incredibly bland, unfashionable old navy ass motherfuckers yeah to, to insult someone that they clearly feel threatened by because they're showing their personality. No offense to anyone that shops at old navy. I've gotten some lit stuff there, but like no, no, no. It, I know what you mean. That, but it's more about like like people who dress like Homer. You know, white t shirt, blue jeans, like that. Like it's like it's you think you're people. better than other people because you because you're too afraid to dress in you a way that like actually expresses yourself. You yeah, you don't care about like what you look like, so you're gonna put other people who have an interest in that down. Or I'm gonna That's hit you with is. another one that that people always that always associate with hipster is, you know, with the coffee. You know, the pour over coffee or the you know the. Uh, I love that. I mean, it's, it's, it is machine. a stereotype, you know. But also, okay, like hold on, though. Is hold on. I, I know that hold on. we all Stop. fit in that. Hold on, hold on. Caring about your cup of coffee makes you a hipster. I know everyone around Overused. the world. Everyone around the world cares about their fucking coffee. If you, <laughs> do you call people I'm not in saying like, it's like Italy a exclusive, who are like, like obsessed to... with like every bean? Like people in France, are they hipsters? It's like if you, just because you like like nice things, if you just care, yeah, if it, basically you care. if you care, you're not allowed. If to you care. do things that like, oh, I actually spent time thinking about like I like to wear these kinds of clothes and I like this. I'm going to spend my money on this. The coffee being expensive is so dumb because it's like you could pay $5 for a cup of Starbucks coffee or you could pay $5 for this coffee and it's better. Exactly, exactly. People are paying fucking $13 for one trip to Starbucks and then like 
that is they're talking shit on the people who go to like something that is higher quality. It just I couldn't fucking believe sense. it, man. It doesn't make any sense. The more I look at it, the more it doesn't make any fucking sense. It, it's to me. it's like a value system. And like look, like I we kind of fit in in that, you know? We you keep we like that to shit. Throw that in. But Beckett, what I'm saying is like we just like if if hipster means now just liking like being really into having a personality like, yeah like being into the shit that you love right and like really being into it like okay so i guess i'm a hipster but the the fact that that term is being used to apply to that is stupid to me for because sure that's not okay. what it okay. used to mean an overused term yeah when when i think like like when i hear people say la hipster i think of you know like certain you know the type of person you know who talks like this and they kind of you know i don't want to get into specifics but they're the type of person yeah, I know exactly that, who you, I, yeah you know i mean i could go to this place but the ramen's definitely i know they use a different broth at this place if you know what i'm saying i literally <laughs> never hung out with anyone who who did that though I I can, I can think of, but I feel just you. by this voice alone, I can think of a few. Yeah, people. all right, I know what you're talking about, but like, I don't know, man. It's just so fucking like reductive to me. It's like it's just like, it's just like a reductive term. It just turns you into a fucking cartoon character. Yeah, definitely, definitely. I I agree. It's really stupid. It's like we think of that person as a hipster. I guess, or I guess you would say like you think of like. Nyeh. Yeah, sort yeah. of LA snobby guy as a hipster, but we are hipsters to the people who actually use the term hipster. True, in, true. In, in that kind of way, but I just feel like the people who go out of their way to use this term are just so fucking insecure. Like, if it bothers you that someone's just wearing different clothes than you, yeah, you are a fucking idiot. Good luck in LA. Yeah, that <laughs> shit. <laughs> I I feel like I know more hipsters who lived in OC. I feel like like Costa Mesa coffee shop vibe of yeah. like the guys wearing a Carhartt apron for no reason. Do you know what I'm yeah. talking about? Like, oh, yeah, yeah. It's oh, no, streetwear, bro. I worked in Costa Mesa at the lab, at the camp. I worked there. You know the camp. I know. Yeah. It's, it's, it's perfect. It's one Perf- yeah. little cross street. Uh, you have one hipster area on this side, one hipster area on that side. And that has like polluted the entirety of all of OC. There's two little stores. And anyone like around that area is full blown fucking. That is what I think of when I think LA hipster. I think of like just whack fucking crazy wide brim hats. Yeah, <laughs> and, it's it, and that's the real. It's the hat and the mustache for me. Those those are the things that like <laughs> signify hipster and the bacon. But like if I'm like an artist, and I and there's a lot of other artists living in the same neighborhood. Yeah. That doesn't make you a... If you're an artist, are you a hipster? Can those two things yeah. overlap? I thought they were different things. I thought hipsters were like wannabes and like artists were the people who were like doing... They're actually doing... Because like we all know people who like... They're artists, but they don't practice any art form. You know, yeah. they just like want to live the bohemian lifestyle yeah, or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that doesn't... That's not the same... Artistic doesn't have to equal artist. You're like, bro... <laughs> I got the business brain, but then I also got the artist brain. Yeah, it's like, dude. <laughs> oh my god! All right, uh, yeah, let's that just guy... shift gears here. We, yeah, we had we a, a nice cold this. open. That was a nice little Welcome cold open. To all talk, guys. I want to get to this. I, we haven't answered this podcast. Uh, the email. We got an email. Okay. Oh, okay. And uh, okay. Younger hunger podcast at Wow. Fuck. I don't know which I don't even know what happened. But anyway, this is from Erica. Erica. Hey, I want to ask you a few band related questions. I'm no. curious about the meaning behind Endless Sympathy. The lyrics are so good and I want to know what inspired you to write it. This track means a lot to me and I'd love to know what you guys were thinking and going through while writing it. And this one's for Beckett. Do you make the drawings before or after making the songs? Do you get ideas mm. from lyrics or do you just make a bunch of designs and then you pair it with the track? Your art is lovely. Thanks for answering. You guys are my fave band ever with like the hot emoji, you know, the one we love. Mm. It's like the little Great red, emoji. red face sweating. Oh, I like that one. Yeah. P.S. If you had to make, if I had to make a, oh, if you had to make a top three list of best YH songs, what would it be? And then hers is Day Trader, Endless Sympathy, Pray For You. Love ya. 
Mm. All right, well, so she's asking meaning behind endless yeah, sympathy. Yeah, meaning behind endless sympathy. And then Beckett. Beckett, what comes first? What comes first? Do the drawings or and maybe, yeah, start with that. Let's start with that. All right, the chicken or the egg, you know, yeah. the classic question. Yeah. Uh, it happens both ways. Different songs. I keep a list on my phone of, uh, like, if I'm walking around town, I have an idea. I keep a list of, like, concepts in my phone at all times. And then when I have the style, like, I'll just kind of whip out a bunch. And sometimes that will, like, generally, like, lead to, uh, like, that will become a cover art. Um, but it's also happened the other way, you know, like uh narcissist was a song that i had the cover art for i had done like nine different covers that we used for a bunch of the singles off the last ep uh and like that was one where it kind of fit with that song perfectly and like the meaning of like the visual matched up with the lyrics so it kind of like went from there and then i know you had like the but talk about how you like started with like the style like because you created beckett like invented this like he in template of a style right and then like yeah yeah built off uh, that right yeah so like when we were first kind of like coming with the concepts like it it all kind of coming at the same time because we had like some sounds uh and we had some like general ideas of like where we wanted to go like the initial like idea for that time period was like this Yu-Gi-Oh card card called Jinzo um like Slayer of Traps or whatever yeah, yeah. um and so like the idea was like everything had been 2D up until that point and so then uh it's like let's like move the music up a notch let's take the visuals up a notch and so it's going to be everything was going to be shaded and like well drawn from like a like a 3d perspective uh and then like the background and the colors like because like the the previous single was kind of like a beige background or like a very light pink background and it was like pretty like muted uh it was gonna be like popping and like in your face so uh i had like a based off like the Yu-Gi-Oh template, how like the background has like those swirling colors. I like made something kind of like that. Um, I mean, the even the initial version of that was we had this like disgusting like shit in our uh, sink. Yeah, and I had like really taken gross. a picture of it because it was like, oh, yeah, we're going to try and make something that that's like so disgusting gross. and beautiful at the same time. So I had like taken pictures of this and like colored over it and like made this background, which we didn't end up using because it looked like fucking disgusting. But uh eventually we like we landed on like that shading style um and like from there i just took like a bunch of like concepts i had and we made a bunch of different cover art um but it all kind of stemmed from that initial idea um but then you also have songs like uh uh lightstream where like i was thinking about like that face of line directly and so then like that's my favorite art you've done i think hell yeah um like i was thinking about like that concept right there it's like that, and I kind of knew what I wanted the style to be, so it was just kind of like applying that. So it happens both ways, for sure. Mm. All right, meaning okay. behind endless sympathy too. I don't know. I, I think it was just it. Actually, that song is the only Younger Hunger song that was an instrumental completely that we did not play on at all. It was just like Zach Fogarty who produced some tracks off our last EP. Like I, we were like. We had a studio day, and I was like, I was trying to write a song like uh, "Linger" by the Cranberries, Cranberries, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then he was just like, "Well, I got this instrumental," and then, uh, yeah, we played the instrumental, and like, just we wrote to the instrumental, and uh, yeah, I, I, all I remember about that song, that song is it was just really quick, and uh, it was just like, I don't know, it's supposed to like to be this imagery of like a volcano, like. It doesn't really come across in the lyrics. I don't. I don't even remember what's. His, here we go again. Dodging molehills, mm-hmm. making molehills out volcanoes. Yeah, yeah. It was. It's supposed to be like there's this volcano blowing up, and you're just like, you're just like trying to like, be. I guess you're being like opt overly optimistic and being like it's like snow angels, and it's like this is volcano like raining ash and yeah. destroying the world, which yeah, I thought man. was just like funny and very like younger hunger. Yeah, I mean anything can be positive when you have a mixed up burrito. You know that was the the secret. Oh yeah, we were to the, going to get burritos. Fuel. And I was writing the lyrics in the back. I thought that it was um there was, I swear to remember that maybe a couple weeks before mm. that was written, there was a fire at somewhere in Southern California, and it was actually like there was ash. Oh, at am the I same, totally? Yeah. Am I, dude? I mean, remembering this because it like, did every happen year like, it's around on fire. that time. Yeah, yeah. yeah. 
Like, <laughs> I don't know. Maybe it was like two weeks after the ash. The time so I'm not saying probably that, add up. I guess I'm not saying Younger Hunger started the fire. <laughs> that was viral marketing. But did the anyone see us? Yeah, that, was yeah. Our, <laughs> that was our Lil Nas X blood in the, in in the, the Nike shoe. shoes. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Although no lawsuits yet, so it didn't. Well, not that we admitted still, to I guess it, it didn't yeah. work. People haven't tied us to the event still. Yeah, we're so. still working yeah. on it. Well, fun fact about that track is it didn't, after the first day of writing, um, we didn't have a chorus. There was no chorus in the very beginning. And then... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I remember that. Like, a day after the session, Tony, like, came back with the chorus, and, like, it totally made the song work. Um, so... Yeah, there was no chorus. I remember that for for like a while for like which a is week. crazy to think that like yeah and it was like well we need a chorus and then zach kept mm. being like no we don't and honestly i, I it would have been cool without the chorus it would have been cool without the chorus because there's this like right like and that was like kind of more of like a melody yeah yeah it's it a dense like, chord it's like a dense instrumental at that part yeah so. it, it that that either becomes like a counter melody or a melody depending on like what's if there's a vocal there i guess but I don't know. I, I, I guess I'm curious. To, I don't remember what it even sounded like before, but I'm glad we added the chorus. The chorus sounded chorus like a big moment. I felt chorus. like it, it. it's like this don't stop believing yeah. shit, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's an epic ass moment in that song. I like that. Yeah, I feel like that song that is so underrated, is. man. I love yeah, yeah, that yeah. track. It's like I, our least listened to song. I was going to say it's our like. least oh, really? rated track. Yeah. I think I <laughs> sync up with her, though, uh, in terms of the top three. Yeah, except Day Trader, with Day Trader being number one and then Endless Sympathy. And then, but except number three for me is Dead or Alive. Yeah, dude. Yeah, Dead or Alive which, by the way, number three. Dead or Alive's been creeping up. It, it's our most popular song from our EP now, which is crazy. Let's go. I just recently saw, and I'm not trying to be like an analytics little uh, nut. Yeah, <laughs> I, I'm, I try to basically not pay attention at all. Yeah, um, because it, it just influences my like perception of like what I should be writing. What you should be, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, man, Dead or Alive, like so, Dead or Alive is now our biggest song from that EP. And it is like getting, it's just randomly started getting a bunch of plays. It's exciting. It's exciting to see like, because I thought everybody kind of slept on that one. I felt, like, I mean, overall EP was slept on, but now it's in our popular releases, which is cool. Ah. Yeah. I don't know. I, I looked away for a few months. Yeah. I looked back and Came I was like, oh, hell things yeah. Things were just a little bit better. I remember being yeah. extremely depressed every time a single came out. That was the hardest release because if we just yeah. like, it was just like every song, it was just not getting like the placement that we Honestly, I think we should have. Yeah. But of course, I'm biased. I'm in our band. <laughs> but it's good to see. It, it is good to feel like uh, when you're an artist in this time. Uh, yeah. Like, it's like if you just put out music. Like, it doesn't need to. Like, the charts are mostly. Another thing I recently saw when I was on Spotify. Like, the charts are like 505 by Arctic Monkeys is on like the top 20 songs in the US right now. What? 505. Yeah. Yeah, like songs that came out like 10, 12 years wow. ago, indie songs. It's just crazy to me. Like old shit is more prevalent yeah. because of TikTok. And and I would imagine, I mean, a lot of other, just the fact that you have access to all music ever. At all times, yeah. You know, so it's like, I don't know. Maybe it doesn't matter That's anymore. so weird. Maybe it doesn't matter. Like, you, I think unless you have like some huge major label behind you, like you can't get your shit off the ground maybe immediately but it's cool to think that if you just put i remember we all were so excited about dead or alive and it's so cool to see that that one even though we didn't put it out as a single yeah is now performing the best that is satisfying it's satisfying that is that is a satisfying feeling because that was like the one we're all like yeah 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 Yeah, it's like i just want people to like, like i want like next time we play a show like i'm the most looking forward to dead or alive you know what i mean like yeah hell yeah yeah, agreed. Man, it makes you think. What would have happened if it was like single? Oh, we wouldn't have got shit. <laughs> they, they weren't gonna push. We weren't gonna get pushed. What like we were that. doing? That's the nature of the game. Uh, you know what? And I'm at peace with it. I, at first, I was really disappointed. But if that's like, look, at the end of the day, it's like our music just like just takes a second. Just takes a second. But I think everyone's kind of like that too. I remember Claro put out uh, Sophia. Yeah, that song took like a year to blow up. It's just like it's it's interesting. I think it should yeah. just be that kind of artist. Like Claro's such a dope artist because she'll just like throw up an album and then nothing no one really talks about it and then not no one talks about it, but you, you like like the song it's not like some big try hard pop album. Right. It's like very like dense, like you have to like 
I think if you put out like sort of like more dense music, uh, it's more difficult to maybe like. Yeah, it takes longer to digest. I think that there's like a you a. I used to think that you could have both, but I now I think it's a give or a take with uh, immediacy and like uh, playback quality, like replayability. Yeah, replayability. Like I feel like. It's one, and I'm not, I'm not saying you can't re-listen to stuff that's like really simple because I re-listen to like 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 when doves cry is like super simple, right? But right. Like, but it's also still that's masterfully like constructed. So like I don't know if that's a good example. Well, I think I about like an album like that because like you have the the deeper, um, not that anything on Purple Rain is like necessarily difficult, but you have like longer tracks or you have a. Uh, like even for like when doves cry, it's like it's like what like five and a half minutes or something like, kind of weird for it really? it, it's something crazy. Um, like it, it you have like the singles or uh, I mean a lot of Kanye products are good about having like the really deep deep cuts, you know, and like pairing What's it with the like singles. new Kanye music by the way with it's it's like this eight oh eight pattern. Okay, it goes. And like there's a lot of space yeah and oh yeah and it'll just be like kind of kanye with like a like a like a low pass vocal it was like you saw it's in and do 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 and, and it's, it's all just the, that the same loop, 808 just the over and over and over for like eight minutes <laughs> and it's, it's minimalist. an eight minute song yeah. he's like, and he sometimes he's not even saying words he's he never mumbling. drops yeah he's mumbling and he didn't finish the verses yeah yeah 10 out of 10 yeah, I don't know what's up with that. Genius. It's minimalist. I mean, there there's like barely any drums on, on, on that album. It's crazy. <laughs> Which one? Boom, boom, boom. Donda. I've been, I've been in touch with God now, There's bro. remote control, like the end of jail. Like there's uh, off the grid. Like there's not like many drums at all on the album. It's like. That's interesting. You know, Blonde has like no drums on it, which is kind of crazy. Not yeah. no drum. I mean, there's like pink and white and stuff. But like for the most part. Yeah, it's like, like kind of crazy. I view is probably the closest thing to like a single besides like pink and white, and like you know it's just like guitar. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of songs that are just like acoustic guitar or like piano, atmospheres and just textures and shit. Yeah, you got the you do have the the left ear, uh, little drums on white Ferrari at the end, so. I guess you got that. Yeah, I've, never, I've never even heard that. <laughs> yeah, it, it just it, the very end. It like the song fades out and then very it quietly. Like, Holy shit! Ten out of ten. That um, was, that was a nice little touch. No one. I don't. I can't say that anyone's ever quite done that. And a, why would you? I guess. But <laughs> no, it's sick. It's sick. It's sick. Shout out, Frank. Yeah, you have to say it's sick. Um, <laughs> uh, what was the name of the person who wrote? wrote in thank you oh erica the, thank you erica thank you for erica. writing in for the question and uh just so everybody knows you can send in questions too and we'll answer it and we'll give you the same treatment we did erica that's love and respect isn't that right guys yeah, yeah we love send that erica. email to you. younger hunger podcast at gmail.com that's so nice <laughs> it kind of went like yeah, yeah. did you hear that <laughs> yeah i did <laughs> y- 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 oh shit at gmail.com well, this is an exciting, exciting time, everyone. Uh, Tony has been, uh, these past couple of weeks, Tony's been helping me out a lot with just <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. scouting areas, being honestly an incredible friend. And there's a story that... <laughs> yeah, okay, I've been looking for, <laughs> Lucas has been looking for apartments. I've been checking some out for him because yeah. his, his place right now is like a bit of a drive away. So, um so yeah, I've been just like checking out these these apartments, um, and like the la- <laughs> yesterday I was I was supposed to be somewhere at like a ele- like eleven fifteen or something. yeah yeah okay so I get there at like eleven ten, and I'm in my car and I'm like, okay she says she'll be out in like two minutes yeah I'm right? I'm on the other end like trying to call her or be like hey he's here he's here yeah so yeah. she's like okay I'll be out in two minutes and I'm like all right for sure I'm I'm here a little early, um so I'm just chilling in my car it's like basically 20 minutes go by i hadn't heard anything and i'm like okay like luke's you maybe give me her number i'm gonna call her 
Start calling her. She didn't pick up. So now it's like 11.45, okay? And like, so I've been here for like 35 minutes. And I'm like, yeah. what the fuck could be taking so long? This is like a, like th- these apartment tours don't take that long. No. You walk in, you look around, you'd be like, okay, so in this one, it's like, you know, they got these kind of floors, there's this much square footage, there's this, like, and, I'm, I'm, and you're done. And you're done. <laughs> it doesn't, it takes five fucking minutes. You just look through the apartment and then you walk out. Yeah. Okay. So I'm like annoyed. I'm sitting, I'm standing outside the building. Like, what the fuck could be taking so long? We have another appointment in like 10 minutes. And like, yeah, so soon. And, and I see <laughs> through the glass, I see a, a tall white man and a shorter, more brown man. Okay. And, and the lady who is presumably supposed to show me around. And I, that's all I could really make out because of the glint on the door. And I was like, okay, uh, something feels like I something feels different about this particularly. And I feel like I'm about to get the answer as to why this was taking so long. And she opens the door, and now I'm a part. She's like, hey, Tony, or if you're here for Lucas, like, yeah, come here. Like, I'm just showing the telling these guys a little bit about the apartment. And um, I make eye contact with the shorter dude. And it's Aziz Ansari. Okay. Wait, what? <laughs> okay. Aziz. Aziz Ansari. I don't know what Aziz Ansari is looking at East Hollywood uh, studio, studio apartments, apartments for. for yeah. But so me and Aziz and this just random tall white dude <laughs> are just like st- listening to this girl talk for like like a good like ten minutes, and we're just and we're just kind of like, hey man, like. Yeah, this is the apartment, huh? And then I'm like, is this fucking, is this really what happening to me right on? now? I'm so confused. And it turns out like, oh, yeah. So she was just starstruck by the fact that Aziz Ansari was looking at this place. So she was just like taking the opportunity to just hang out with Aziz is my thought. Yeah, so talk as much as possible and just. Yeah. Yeah. And and it was like, it was like, hey, man, how's it going? Like he talked exactly like. <laughs> like, like I TV. always, like just he's, he's this, he's, I've, I've met of like a handful of celebrities in my right. life and like all of them was always like oh wow they're so different than like but aziz is exactly the same <laughs> um, wait you were you taller than him i was yeah i was taller than him. oh my god he's a little guy now i re- i realize now that no one is no one's gonna believe us because we've made too many fucking we've had too many bits about aziz and sorry it was unbelievable and i was like do i tell him about like like the y- podcast, do I try to plug the band? <laughs> you know, I'm not trying to be annoying, but in this situation, we were like, we were like in a group of in the same somehow we were in a group. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. And I'm like, how can I? Like, I don't want to be like, I yeah, you're a Zizanzari. Like, I know, <laughs> but yeah, he had a he had a frustrated vibe. I'll say that <laughs> he was not having a good day. <laughs> he um, didn't like and, the apartment. <laughs> yeah, Aziz, I hope. I hope things got better for you. I think, as it turns out, when I walked out from my tour, him and his buddy were actually standing outside, and his buddy stops me and was like, excuse me, I'm doing a sociology PhD at uh, NYU. And then, like, Aziz is like, in the background, you know? (laughs) He he didn't want to talk, because I think he knows that his voice is sort of a giveaway for right. And he had this mask on. Uh, Uh, But, like, it it, it was Aziz. Yeah, yeah, 100%. I, I didn't see his mouth, but I know Aziz it's, very well. It's, yeah, yeah. And he was and he was like saying little things. He'd be like, "Yeah, man." Like he would say, "Why quiet, is this purple?" But he'd be like, huh. "Okay, so yeah, twenty fourth. It's available twenty fourth. Okay, okay." Like in the, as a classic Aziz fashion. <laughs> um, and then his friend was like, "You excuse me." NYU, like I'm a sociology. Yeah. I'm like, dude, we gotta like go right now. Go and he was now. like, and he was like, "Oh, it was just like one quick question. Like, are you checking out this like studio apartment?" I'm like, "Yeah." And he's like, so oh, was for your friend? And then Lucas is on the FaceTime. <laughs> and I, by the way, as I was <laughs> exiting the building, I faced, I was on FaceTime with Lucas. I'm like, dude, I just saw Aziz. On, and then I opened the door. <laughs> and right as I stopped talking, he's right there. And I was like, I, I stopped talking. I put the phone down because I didn't want to make it like so fucking obvious. I was just like freaking out because I'm like, what the fuck? You know, we have a bit of a preoccupation with Aziz. He's been on yeah, the podcast yeah. a few times. Yeah, yeah. I don't know why he didn't recognize me. That but was a little. Yeah. I, he was probably nervous. Yeah, he was a little. I think he was nervous to talk to you. Yeah, it makes sense. Yeah, but I think he's making a documentary on like affordable housing in L.A. or something. And so that, yeah, 
I mean that that would make sense to me. So look I forward guess to that. it was the most random place to run into this dude. To run into it it was like eleven A it was like in the AM, you know, it was just a weird time and a weird place to run into a celebrity. He was wearing a nice dress shirt. Yeah, to okay. the, which is a weird vibe. He wanted to make sure he could, you know, get the apartment. I'm sure. <laughs> he wanted to get off a good impression. And it's like, dude, if it's between you and Aziz, like you're not getting the place. You know, like I, the whole time <laughs> I, I was no, just thinking, like, no well, yeah. there's no fucking way he's getting <laughs> I don't this think, place. Yeah, I don't think my monthly income is gonna beat his. Aziz Ansari, like, well, he, I mean, if it's for documentary, you might not even be like trying to stay there. He's probably just trying to like get a vibe. Yeah, interview I, the I landlord. Think that's why not, I think yeah, that's I'm, why he was there. We don't know for sure. But. And this lady. Sucked, by the way. The worst. Like, yeah. honestly, the worst. It's really annoying. And I wonder if it was, like, the perfect place to be, like, the housing problem, like, the rent problem is worse than it. Like, it, it, this it was... stems the, from the landlords. It's funny how they were doing the documentary at that place. I've looked at, like, several places now, and, like, none of the landlords have been that shitty. Yeah. And so it's like, they're going to make the documentary, and then you're going to be like, wow, landlords are so shitty in L.A. because of this one person. Because of this person. This specific one. Was it a good funny? apartment? Gonna Are you going to apply? No, it was no, a no, shit no. It was, apartment. It was bullshit, and they lied about all the stats online, so it was fucking annoying. Um, it's all been fucking annoying. <laughs> wow. <laughs> but, yeah. But, uh, yeah, so that's okay. So, Aziz, come back on. Tell us your uh, when I saw your side. Tony, <laughs> I didn't want to say anything. I was too embarrassed. That's his new thing. When he he's Every stand-up special he's done in the last couple years, he talks really quietly in the mic. Yeah. But then he says something like this. Whoa, crazy. Yeah. So that, so shout out. He had that. Well, <laughs> he was like talking to his friend. Like, we got to get out of here, man. You know. <laughs> it was well, weird. Weird celebrity running, man. I see celebrity a lot running. of, I saw Russell Brand running the other day and he was fucking running. Oh, this guy man. was, this guy <sighs> chased out those demons. <sighs> Ah. He was sweating his ass off. Ah, American capitalism. <laughs> capital. This man is an entrepreneur. American capitalism. Dude, um, his, his YouTube channel, like, I went on it one day, and I did sort of a deep dive because I was bored. Yeah. Um, And it just, like, left me with the weirdest aftertaste. You know? <laughs> I was just like, hmm. <laughs> oh, like I, it just like it's just so dystopian. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I've only seen like little clips of him in uh, like montages of video essays, like saying like anti-capitalist shit. So I don't really know what he does other than that. I think he. I don't know if he has some kind of like. Po- does he have like a podcast or something? Like, is that what he yeah, does? Like, what I've, about it is? I've yeah, seen like clips like, of him on like CNN and like Colbert and shit. Yeah, like, yeah. Bro. Like talking about politics. <laughs> hold on, hold on. You have to see like his. Okay, his like YouTube channel. It's <laughs> okay. This is just really beautiful that this is the first thing that came up. One day ago, the video is I don't know if you can read this title okay. right here. This is a fucking disgrace. <laughs> this is a fucking disgrace. And it's always like kind of like eye catchy thumbnail. thumbnail. Yeah, the thumbnail is um, for for people listening. The thumbnail is um, is <laughs> wait, go back up to the top one. It's a it's his face it's russell band's face uh, what i imagine is a screenshot from the actual video and then next to it it's side by side with like some sort of like, like mr a robot iconography getty, yeah. imi- <laughs> getty images hacker anonymous you, like yeah. google hacker it's a man with a hood but his face is obscured he's wearing all black and on the back of the laptop that the hacker's on it says cdc <laughs> um, uh, I don't know. It's the kind of sort it of. It just uh, makes me not believable. I don't know, like. I don't know. Stinks like shit. Yeah, I, I like, like Russell Brand. It makes yeah, me, me too, bummed me out that like I felt this way. But yeah, I mean, I went through the YouTube channel and I was like, yeah. this is just a bummer, man. Like this is such a bummer. And let's get yeah. him out of Colbert and let's get him back to the Greek. You know, that's that's <laughs> get him back to the <laughs> so Greek. Back st- it. Stupid. <laughs> um, you can't clap for your fucking self. It was, it was our studio it was the, audience. It was the studio oh, audience, right. to be fair. It wasn't right. him. Um, I think I'm a narcissist or something. <sighs> you yeah. guys have, you guys ever get like, uh, like, you have like secondhand embarrassment stories? Yeah, do you ever <laughs> have that happen? Like, oh, yeah. yeah. Of course. Yeah, everyone's yeah. have that. I, I just like. Do you have a good one? I've been, I don't know if I have a good one. I've been getting that like recently with like, like stand-up comedy, like trying to like mm. watching. Sta- I, I don't. Sometimes I just can't fucking. Do you guys know who Brendan Schaub is? Do you have no. any idea who this guy is? No. He's like a. Absolutely. He's like one of the Rogan dick suckers. 
You know what I mean? He's oh, like, one of those. One of the like Joe Rogan yeah. like dick riders, where it's like, <laughs> where he's not funny, but he's famous by association. Oh, as a oh, 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 famous yeah. unvaccinated. He was like a UFC fighter. It's like another dude who like fights in the UFC. Yeah, who's yeah. Like, well, I'm, I, I like look. I crack up joke. I make my buddies I'm laugh. I'm funny. I'm funny. Yeah, he just had Joe Rogan tell him that he's funny, and now he's. Oh like, wait, does he have like a like he like slicks back his hair? Yeah. I is, guess I don't know. Like I a, think yeah. I know. I know who you're talking this about. Guy. This yeah, guy. Yeah, 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 yeah. So <laughs> this guy is, and this is a dead fucking meme, by the way. This is the most oversaid thing, but it, it's a meme online that this guy's fucking not funny. Like no one oh, thinks really? this guy's funny. And so now I've just been like hate watching because like the more I learn about this guy, the more like shitty he is. Like he threatens other comedians using Joe Rogan's name. Like I'm gonna tell Rogan that you're bad, and then I'm gonna ruin your career. Like that kind of shit. So now I'm just like hate Whoa. watching and he just released like a stand up special and it's fucking painful, bro. Like it hurts so, so, so bad to watch to where I, I just can't like, you know, you just skip that. You hit that, that 15 second skip button like oh, a thousand times classic. on YouTube because you're just like, oh, ow, ow, I love ow, that ow, thing. Ow. It hurts so <laughs> fucking bad. I, I can't do it anymore. I can't. It's uh, really cringe. So I don't know. I was just thinking about that and I was like, did anyone have any? Recent secondhand embarrassment story. You know the thing about like Joe Rogan? Yeah. He's, I don't know if you've seen his stand up, but he's not funny. Yeah. So his stand up isn't. Here, I'm sorry. Can I do a, a recreation of his stand up? I have yeah. seen his stand up. Yeah. Ah! It really does feel like that. Wow. He's yelling for an hour and 15 minutes. He's screaming into a microphone for an hour and 15. And you could, he, He's just like I do. I have a big vein that goes down here when I get like energetic. He gets yeah, the everybody, same thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah, and his face gets red, red, red. Like he just looks like a fucking whatever. I don't What's know. He's, ju- he's just that. not funny. It's the thing is like he's he's just not a good stand up comedian. Like he's and he's really good at the like, look. Whether you agree with what he says, which by the way, I think if you do at this point, like that's that's uh, pretty gnarly. But like. Regardless, you have to admit, like, he's good at having a podcast. Like, he's one of the best at having a podcast. Yeah, if yeah. I was going to crawl, crawl like, through content. a pit of, like, cockroaches, like, I definitely would want him to, like, talk to me as I do it. Yeah, you know? Fear Factor was yeah. a great, like, that was a great awesome job show. for him. I, uh, But, like, he's, like, I feel like that's made him famous. And there's so many times where I, I'll talk to people, like, about Joe Rogan, the stand-up. And they'd be like, he was a stand. He does stand up comedy. Like people don't. People, yeah, people literally don't, don't know, know that. Yeah, yeah. yeah like yeah. a lot of people don't know that he because he's not funny on his podcast either. Right. Yeah. He's he, good at doing that, like broy, like you know, like uh, sort of uh, armchair armchair history. Yeah, like, yeah, I, yeah. I, a jack of all trades. Like I, I read a YouTube article, or I'm sorry, not a YouTube article. I read an online article about something. And now I'm an expert. Yeah, kind yeah. of thing. And start using like the terminology wrong. <laughs> it's interesting. This is kind of a pivot, but it's interesting that like he can spend so much of his show like promoting all this skepticism against vaccines and shit like that, and and then promote like ivermectin, like some random thing, and then like now all these months later, we had just a, like a couple weeks ago, they were like, okay, all the research has been done. Mm-hmm. We've tested everything on ivermectin, everything that can be tested, and it has no, no. It uh, obviously we already knew this, but no, it doesn't help against fighting COVID nineteen. And there's no like, there's no like reverting that statement. Like he, he's just gonna keep those podcasts uploaded. He's gonna just like, it, it, there's, I, I don't know. It's just so annoying. Like, yeah, when, is there ever gonna be a moment where he's like, oh, okay, like that was wrong. Like, no, hey, I grifted up this shit to you. No, because he just he has a defense for everything. Like, because at the end of the day, he's like, what, dude, I'm a comedian. Yeah, Why are you listening yeah. to me? It's because you're like you're talking. It's not you're not talking in a way that's like funny. You're not yeah, even talking. Yeah. You're like, yeah, I mean, like you know, you got your baseball cap and you're running. You're talking about this and like you got to take your health seriously. And people really believe you. People really what, trust you. And what's also annoying is to the people <clears throat> who are still watching him. I work with some people that do. It's like they. They, I kind of express when they ask, I'm like, yeah, I don't really. It honestly was just the COVID, all of his COVID misinformation. I can't, I can't watch his show anymore. I'm just not really interested. And uh, they always come back with like, 
Oh, but he gets both sides. Like he gets, you know, he has like someone. But it's like you have to understand, bro. When he has someone that is like pro vaccine on, he is like fighting them every fucking really? step of the way and denying anything they're saying. And then when he has some fucking asshole grifter on, he he's totally okay and just accepting of all their shit. Like you have to recognize the difference to how he's treating and portraying these people on his platform. Like it's it's just like it just comes down weird. to ego, man. Because it's like why. Why would you know better than like scientists who who literally are they their where, entire where, job is epidemiology? Where's this info from though? Where's uh, what's this website though? Like that's the kind of yeah, shit. Like just anything always, that yeah. is not exactly what he wants it to be in terms of the facts. Like it's just like whoa, what's this? What's this source though? I don't know, so, man. Everybody, internet has unlimited information on it, and everybody thinks they're they they know the information because they read the information. If that makes yeah, sense. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean? He's got to be right. He's, we, he's Joe. We got to stop reading, guys, as a, as a, just, uh, question a everything. <laughs> question everything, but don't overthink shit. Wait, is question everything? Is that the Brockhampton thing? Is that, that is the Brockhampton label. I feel just so differently about Brockhampton's. I don't know. Yeah, um, no, I, I, I yeah. well, I, I got a, I got a two parter for you, but uh, I, so I haven't seen this, this Brendan, Brandon, whatever this Brendan guy's job, uh, yeah. stand up is, but I have seen the memes yeah. where it's a, uh, it's a huge, <laughs> it's a, uh, it will be like him and it'll be like some like long like theory. And then it's Joe Rogan's face and it says, well, what about this? And then it's like completely different opinion. And then it's like the Brendan guy. Yeah, again. yeah. And it's he's like, like, oh, yeah, oh, totally I agree. Dude. I agree. Yeah, totally, yeah, yeah. Totally. It's like the ultimate like, yes, man. So yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's totally it's like, classic. Like this guy is a fucking joke on the Internet. You know, um, it's it is that. Yeah. And that uh, there's apparently that like the cringe thing. Uh, apparently, like it's like a. It's trending in popular culture right now. I, I saw a post from none other than uh, Triple J. Uh, I from Triple J. Of Hi. all people to post this, I don't know why they did. But At uh, least I know the better. <laughs> <laughs> it was an analysis on, like, the ick factor. And it said, like, the ick factor was, like, previously known as cringing. But it's, like, a new phenomenon where people are talking about, like, shit that, like, makes them feel secondhand embarrassment. And so they just went into, like... A shit ton of uh, examples of that very thing. Yeah. Yeah, I do like the... Um, honestly, it's cringe is kind of getting to the point where, like, certain words were, like, epic, you know, back in, like, the, the 2000s. Cringe is getting kind of cringe. Like, okay, like, enough. Let's stop, like, let's try and stop using this uh, word. It's getting so popular now, but I love a good cringe. Everyone loves a good cringe. Um, I, I can't... I can't... It makes me so fucking uncomfortable well yeah it's true as i was explaining i can't even <laughs> I, I can't even watch some shit i have to like fast forward I, there's I, tv like, shows I where i'm like this is uh, uh, i'm gonna throw the it's fuck so up like, i gotta fucking <laughs> die like i can't it makes me fucking yeah it hurts so bad you just like mash that fucking forward button please god um so i i love a good cringe and it's a great source of humor but I do feel like that. I mean, that's crazy. There's a whole article about cringe. Ick factor. The ick factor. Ick factor. Ick factor. <laughs> Does How Triple J saying? do the like a version? Yeah. Yeah. I saw a like a version that. Uh, the, 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 <laughs> this is going to sound really <laughs> shitty. I've just been uh, like super into Bjork. So, biggest. Don't. If you like Bjork, don't ever look at someone covering a song of hers. Yeah. Because she's too good. Frankly, yeah. she's too Very good unique of a vo voice. She's like too good of a to... vocalist to like. You can't. There's no point. That's all I'll say. Uh, it yeah, it's me. tough because someone like Bjork has such a such a style. Yeah, that it's exactly. Like, it would be impossible to like. Just don't bother. Just don't bother. I feel that way about Grimes. I feel like you can't cover Grimes. I try. I try to like look Grimes. That shit. That's gonna be yeah. That's tough. You just shouldn't. I feel that way about a lot of artists. Yeah, there's some artists you just shouldn't maybe cover because it doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> look good i guess you gotta look know. up the prince compilation of him being places where people are covering his songs and then the camera always will like it'll be like it, an like award show him. and it'll be like someone like they'll just riff on it and then it'll like camera will go to prince and he'll just look at camera and be like and that's it uh, <laughs> it's yeah like, yeah he just he just shits on 
ev- it's so fucking oh my god it's, oh did you guys see that that the um, uh the lion king john favaro the the um computer animated one you know when they like re- i didn't but i remade know. It? it it's the whole fucking movie is Wait, that they, that came out Oh, that's a movie. Bit, a movie came out. Is of, a fully CG. Uh, yeah, what? with like the oh, Lion King. Yeah, with like uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, and I Seth Rogen as Pumbaa it, and Beyonce. Uh, yeah. Got any weed? I mean, uh, <laughs> bugs. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the whole movie, like they t- they re-recorded all the songs, and it's all every song is like they they like Fergie national anthem did, where it, where they're like riffing on every note. Where it's like, just can't wait to be king. Oh, I just can't <laughs> wait to be king. And it's like, holy shit, you're ruining the song. You do that maybe in, you do that in like pop music, bro. This is a fucking musical. Like, or like chill do the it, fuck do out. Do it also, even in pop music. I'll say this. I've been working <laughs> with artists where it'll be like, okay, here's the melody, right? We've, we've sat here, we've workshopped this melody. Right. And in pop that's I will say the in from what I've seen about good pop, like the melody is tighter than with like indie music or hip hop. I feel like it's when I'm working with artists like that, it's like do whatever the fuck you want. Like we'll just I'll chop it up, make it work or something like that, right? But like pop, it's like we gotta like get the melody like solid. But the thing also is like a lot of pop singers are really good singers. They're probably the best singers right. in like music. And so they want to show that off. They want everybody to know they're really, really good fucking singers. Which is okay. Which is okay. But some people are they riff so much that they for they they can't even li- like latch on to melody. Do you know what I'm saying? That was the, the problem the with scale this fucking is Bjork cover that I was listening to. <laughs> yeah, that was the same problem. I can't. I don't want to. This is a gr- this person is a great artist. So it's like I'm not trying to like throw them down, but it was like. If you do something different, you could potentially fuck up the whole rhythm of the fucking song. Yeah, like yeah, the yeah, chorus, sure. bro. Like Venus is a boy is we believe. Like it's so important. And it's like they're sustaining the note to like riff more. And it's like, dude, it's a Bjork song. There's so much opportunity to fucking riff if you want to do that. Sorry. Riffing is overrated. <clears throat> I honestly think like it, it's beautiful and like spurts to my ear I, at least. Like, but when I hear people riffing on just like constantly riffing it, it just i find it annoying and distracting it is that fucking it's good for bro, sampling though that's another uh that's another secondhand embarrassment is that that fergie uh national yeah, anthem thing that awful. is fucking brutal like what? watching that and dude dude it, it's not even like oh my god it's so bad and the note she is hitting she's hit, it's like such a weak level uh, oh fuck it's so hard bro like i will start sweating when i'm watching that it's just like it's devastating bro so so um fergie you could learn a thing or two from me <laughs> i don't know that's yeah you know yeah. and i i feel like uh becca i'm gonna go ahead and say riffing is not good for sampling and i'll tell you why because Everyone, the first time they sample anything, they're gonna like take a forward. Oh, ooh! Can you pitch it up? Like, (laughs) (laughs) oh yeah! And it's the same thing all the time. It's the classic song. It's so annoying. It's just like you could you could do any other part of the song too. Why does it always have to be? Yeah, I mean, depending on the vibe that you're going for, like if you're trying to get like that classic like sampling vibe, um, but even in like it's choosing just, the it's like not creative, you know what I mean? Like it's just like I feel like I don't know, man. I like don't when I hear that. a sample flip where it's like, holy fuck, they took that and made that out of it. I think that's also like yeah. where it could be cool too because you're not taking like, um, because a lot of classic records too, you'd be like sampling like the chorus, you know, or you're taking something like making it the chorus, like taking something like a riff is cool because you're not taking, like, the actual melody of the song. You're taking something that's its own melody, kind of, like... Like, it's just within the scale of the song. So it's, like, an interesting way to, like, base a song off something that's not, like... Like, create a song from something that's not, like, the source material. You know, like, the pure melody and, like, identity of that source material. You know what I mean? Mm. No, but... Like, you're not taking, like, the melody of the chorus to, like, make your new chorus. You know, you're taking something that's, like... Because it's a riff, you know? It's not, like... 
the melody of the song. Like if yeah. I'm sampling like this classic record, it's like I'm not taking like their hook. I'm taking like this run where like it's not even like it's like its own like only happens once in the song. It's like its own melodic moment. And like you're creating a whole melody based off that. Like that's exciting, you know. I just feel like that's been done so many times. Now. I mean, you gotta get saucy with it, you know. But that's why it's not saucy. I feel like. I mean, if you're just, just like slapping on like how everyone else does, then for sure. But like, there's a million different ways that you could like. I feel like you gotta pitch up, it. or you can pitch down. You know. And it's like, <laughs> no, and then it starts sounding like. Remember Flume? With the chops? Remember like when, like a couple years ago, and every song was like some some girl. EDM some, lady vocalist. Yeah, some, some EDM like, vocalist lady. Yeah, I mean, if you want to, like, limit yourself to that, then, like, for sure. But, I mean, the Ableton spectrum, you got a lot of, you got a lot of grid. You could do a lot of creative stuff. Yeah. Uh, like, time stretching, yeah. I felt like it's gotten more, people have gotten way more creative now. Like, if you listen to some songs from, like, 90s, early 2000s, there's like an R and B song that is just uh, every move you make or whatever what, is it every step you take. It's just that song. Oh, are you talking about the Puff Daddy song? Is that what it is? Is it? Yeah. Where yeah, like, yeah. It's yeah. the Puff Daddy and it's song. It's about. And it's just that Biggie, song. Yeah. <laughs> and it's about how he'll be missing him. And yeah. It's, 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 <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> It is just it, it is fucking just, the fact it that is just because I what I love about these songs when it's it's just the track and then yeah. it, puff daddy's rapping over it but what i love about it is that they always end their rap verse with like with like a little call back to the original song and yeah, yeah it's like i'll be watching you every move you make yeah. every move is, 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 i don't know why that shit fucking cracks me it up, is really funny but it's no, no, just I feel you. so weird Dude, do you remember that song that was like Already the show don't run away. Okay, yes. Lupe Fiasco and then, and, then, and then they had the riff. So they, I'm pretty sure Lupe, if he's the one who did it. Yeah, yeah. He <laughs> off lasers. He claims, he claimed that that was not a sample, <laughs> which is my favorite thing ever because he had not only the melody but also the riff at the end. And he's like, "What do you mean? I wrote this," and it was like. Bro, damn! I this thought Modest Mouse like, approved case. it. They like, did. I, they ended up approving it, but it was like, of course they did. But like he tried to initially. This. Maybe this isn't true. I, maybe I, it's not true. Maybe he initially like put up. it out and like, I don't know. I just like I was reading like a. Already, I could totally show, see him like yeah, putting it out and be like, no, I wrote it, and then like them, like they literally would just <laughs> take the fucking beat. There's although I will say there's one song going on right now. I don't even know who the artist is, but. It samples Genius of Love by... Saweetie? Talk about is it Sweetie? Wait, Genius of Love is that... Genu- bap, bap, yeah. Bap, 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 bap. yeah, that's Saweetie, right? It's the Tom Tom song. Uh, yeah, that, that song's been in like four giant hits. Giant like hip-hop songs. I love that song. That song is fucking fantastic. And I love the Tom Tom Club. They're dope. Um, but So I'm okay with that. I'll give Saweetie a pass. I didn't know who that's who that was. That song's fire, dude. Ooh, shit. Sorry, I don't know why that cracked me up. That fucking... Every move you make. <laughs> oh, fuck. Uh, but Fire song, though. Still good. Dude, I'm, I'm so, you knew that right off the top. That Puff Daddy song, man. You yeah. were on that. Oh, yeah, because that's, that's <sighs> the best example of, like, it, it throws yeah, you yeah. off. bad sampling. So I mean, that's just, like, it's it lazy sampling. It, yeah, yeah. It was so funny. Guys, we have a message from our sponsor. I just really wanted to quickly, before we end the podcast. Oh, I have a message from our other oh, sponsor, too. okay. But, yeah, no, you. Great. Yeah. <clears throat> This podcast is brought to you by the Office of California Attorney General Rob Bonta. As a part of Mr. Bonta's fundraising campaign, he's offering a limited-time-only legal advice lemonade stand. Mr. Bonta will be (laughs) seated at a tent just outside the L.A. Chamber of Commerce from 4 p.m. to midnight on Friday, May 18th. For only $5, you can ask Mr. Bonta one legal question and receive one lukewarm cup of California's finest lemonade (laughs) made by his adoring children. All follow-up questions and cups of Bonta Bonanza lemonade will cost $50 and $60, respectively. Tired of being a member of a society that doesn't provide its constituents with even the most rudimentary understanding of its laws? Don't worry. Come enjoy a tall, tepid glass of lemonade (laughs) with California Attorney General Rob Bonta. As always, as Mr. Bonta says... Now that ought to put a Band-Aid on it. Thank you. 
Thank you. Wow. And thank you, Mr. Thank you, Mr. Bonta. Rob Bonta. You know, we've been able to get all sorts of incredible things because of uh, your sponsorship. Rob, and, I, um, I also wanted to point out, you've been emailing nonstop. I don't know why I'm on this list, but it's the only email list that I can't unsubscribe to because it's the Attorney General. So thank you, Rob. <laughs> I don't know if you guys get those emails, but I'm pretty fucking sick of it. What are you talking about? No. You know how you don't get these emails from California Attorney General <laughs> Rob Bonta? Oh, my God. <laughs> I get a, I get the weekly updates. Oh. I don't know how I got. Yeah. Anyway. Oh. Oh. Okay. And um, this uh, and this show is also brought to you by our next sponsor here, an exciting sponsor, and uh, and I'm really happy. You know, they've uh, been able, we've been able to increase the show a lot, and it's nice to get sponsors yeah. in here. We have two sponsors this week. Um, this next sponsor is going to be. From a little company, uh, a brand new streaming service. You know, we are in the streaming world. Mm. We're in the streaming generation. And here's a new streaming for service for you guys now. Uh, the streaming service is called uh, All Work, No Pay. Uh, it's an exciting new streaming service for you, the consumer, to get everything you want from all of the artists and all of the people that you like online for entirely free. You don't even have to pay them a single dollar. They will put their hard-earned cash into their passion project for years, years and years, and you can access it for free entirely. And you can even have the right to complain when they do something that does try to get money and call us sellouts and shit like that. In this new streaming generation, it's exciting. Get everything that people work and pay for for free. All you simply have to do is have the internet. Thank wow. you very much. And we're really excited about all work, no pay. Um, it's going to be a huge, <laughs> no huge, um, huge good thing for you guys. Um, us over here on our end uh, will be suffering, but um, we can't wait. We love this new streaming generation. Uh, everything we've put out, we make uh, it's no nothing <laughs> for. Uh, so all work, no pay. Uh, we can't wait for you guys to check it out this week. Thank you very much, and thanks for your sponsor. Wow, did our sponsors even pay us for that ad? Uh, God, no. <laughs> no, no, that's not how it works. Wow. Right? <sighs> well, it's a well, lot of work and no luckily pay. Luckily for us this week, checks on Rob. Guys, checks on Rob. That Rob thing fucked me up. All right. Well, Rob will be back next week. I'm hopefully, sweating. hopefully re-upping his. Uh, yeah. So if you need legal advice, Beckett. <sighs> yeah, yeah. And you know, when I hear like ads on podcasts, like I feel like people sometimes are just kind of like reading shit. You know, like they don't care about the product. They it doesn't apply to them. Mm -hmm. You know, maybe like they don't even give a fuck about it. They just want that check. Well, our last and final sponsor for this week. It it means a lot to me personally. I mean collectively us three we've been through a lot the last few years you mm. know we've had the pandemic mm. uh know how people do that in podcasts mm. <laughs> mm. you know sorry, we, you we've had mm. streaming we've had a lot of work and no pay mm. but you know we've been lucky <laughs> most of us to you know be living in la and uh been dealing with most of us <laughs> other ones have to <laughs> fight with aziz on sorry <laughs> And so I, you're gonna get this place or am I? I think a lot of that has been due to there being a lot of like lack of information on, you know, like the LA housing market. Right. So I wanted to take this moment to sponsor, uh, talk about our upcoming sponsor, mm -hmm. uh, the new film, the new documentary by Aziz Ansari on the LA. That's right. We are housing by that. Yeah. yeah. On yeah, the LA yeah. housing market. We're so. really excited and yeah, um, <laughs> the LA housing market. <laughs> so uh, keep your keep your ears eyes peeled and ears open for that uh, wonderful new documentary. You know, so, we want to educate people. So the LA housing market. You know, sometimes it resembles like sort of like a Game of Thrones fighting. They put you in in the ring with a bear. You know, I don't know if you've seen that episode of Game of Thrones, but sometimes when you're looking for a place, it, it starts to, it can feel like that, you know? But <laughs> luckily for you, you don't have to worry about having to fight your landlord with no legal representation because Rob's on, it's on Rob. It's on Five dollars this uh, yeah. Friday. And when you finally get the spot, you won't have to worry about paying rent because you won't be able to afford it with all work, <laughs> no pay. 
So uh, we're <laughs> really excited uh, that <laughs> everything you put your hard work into will get no reward. Well, you're just a dumb hipster trust funder, as, <laughs> as, as, the, as the internet says. <laughs> just because, uh, yeah, like wor- worked for years for this, but. Uh, <laughs> Dumb internet trust funder. Yeah. Or, or, no, I'm sorry. Hipster trust funder. Yeah, hipster. That's what I read uh, in an article I will be posting on our Twitter. <laughs> yeah, enjoy your, your bacon and your covers of Bjork with too many riffs. <laughs> and don't sample it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Should we uh, wrap it up here? All right. Yes, yes.